Check. We're good. Fit for Life Radio coming at you live from Coastal Strength and Fitness. Hey. We are here with our trainers, Will, the Thrill. What up? And for our our, our trainer coach slash special guest today, Kristen Harris. She is, between myself, Will, and her, she is the natural expert on all things pre and post natal. Natal. Why'd you say it like that, man? Natal. How did I natal? It, pregnancy, births, whatever. So, but she also, it's also a passion of hers. So as she went through it and learned on her own, she kind of dove into a lot of it as far as exercise and nutrition. So we wanted to share with you guys. We had a lot of feedback, uh, people asking questions about it, so we figured it'd be a good podcast topic. So what do you think, Kristen? Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. She's, I'm I think, excited, too. Maybe I can learn a thing or two. You know? Yeah. I think uh, she's most uh-oh. excited. I'm not, I'm not well oh, versed. Why are you trying to <laughs> get pregnant? That is not a sign. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what, was the movie, what was the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Junior. Junior? Where he yeah. had... Got pregnant. It's yeah. possible. That's what, the, it possible? that's what the movies say. Arnold got pregnant, so. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we're going to answer some nutrition, workout, kind of general health questions related to it. What and to do when you're pregnant, after you're pregnant. Yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I think we should start it off with Kristen. Do you want to talk about, you know, you are a mom, so how you kind of handled, you know, your pregnancy and post-pregnancy and how it worked and the ups and downs, your... I believe you are the, the the state record holder for for birth. I'm just kind of joking, y'all. At least y'all, I but. was <laughs> three years ago yesterday. So yeah, fastest so. labor at Mary Immaculate. Whoop. <laughs> Thirty-five <laughs> seconds. If you want pictures or autographs, you can come by Coastal <laughs> yeah. Strength and Fitness. She'll be here all day. So yeah, so start from the beginning. Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when a man and a woman love each other. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I decided to get pregnant, and then once I found out I was pregnant, I came running to my coach, Gary Deagle, and I treated my pregnancy, which I don't recommend people doing, maybe, I don't know. I just wanted to get through it, and I wanted to do it naturally, um, and I wanted to be active, so I looked at it like, um running races I was a runner for a long time and I ran a marathon and I haven't run since that was 2009 um and I was like well how did I prepare for my races and that's how I prepared for um my pregnancy and then labor and delivery and then after I had a kid I forgot to do everything so (laughs) I just walk around like what the heck is going on (laughs) uh so yeah I decided I want to work out through my pregnancy um I had a coach a great gym so I knew I'd be safe uh, I told my doctor, and they're like, yeah, you can do the elliptical. That would be fine. I said, well, okay. My gym doesn't have that. <laughs> Air bike it is. No, I um, was fine, and I felt safe doing it because I've worked out for a long time, um, so I knew what uh, my body was capable of, and I trusted you know, the coaches I had at the time to guide me um, during this journey. Um. Yeah, so kind of with that, I know, and we have a question, so this kind of goes into it pretty well. What I had always learned was, especially if you were already working out, already doing strength training, you know, then you get pregnant, it's definitely a 
pretty safe to like keep doing what you were doing, you know? And then as you progress, there's things that you're eventually going to have to, you know, not be able to do. Like you don't want to then do, you know, box jumps or something where you're standing high because there's a pen- yeah, potential to fall. Or stuff hey, hey, that baby on the ground. Or things where you're smashing your belly on the ground. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, someone had asked if, you know, the, the, you know, they said in general, doctors say how you could uh, continue exercising while pregnant if you've already been exercising beforehand. What is the line there? Well, there's like some truth and some not so true stuff to that statement. Um, so if you've been working out beforehand, you know, powerlifting, anything that you've been doing, yes, of course, it's safe to continue doing exactly what you were doing. If you find out you're pregnant and you're like, oh, I want to be healthier for my baby and myself and my family. It's totally fine um, to start an exercise program, but just know your level. Um, You're probably going to have to start out low intensity, lightweight, or just body weight stuff. But doing something, even if you did nothing, is fine. And um, you shouldn't have to worry about the healthy baby if you're doing it safe, maybe with a trainer or with a doctor. Yeah. And the funny thing is, it's really the same answer for anyone, right? Like, if you have not been exercising and you're starting an exercise program, like, you should be more cautious. So I think a lot of times what happens with pregnancy guidelines is, yeah, it is almost like fear-mongering or, like, people then start to take normal recommendations super serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the guidelines are the same for as if you weren't pregnant. Um, it's just that people take them more serious. So, you know, then kind of off of that, do you want to talk about how, and, you know, as you get to the different trimesters, really the main thing is then eventually, yeah, you can't be exerting yourself to an extreme degree Um, the closer you get, like with your heart rate. Like, so there was like something a while ago, probably for a long time. 1800s. Don't get your heart rate over 140. So, or I don't remember the right number, but something like that, because it could mean your baby's not getting enough oxygen, I mean, because you're out of breath, so yeah, anything yeah. you're doing that could affect the baby, um, but you should look at it more of like a scale of one to ten, um, or I know in here, sometimes we did the talk test when we're doing the training with like heart rate. Um, if you're extremely out of breath, so like a level ten, like that's probably not where you should be training. Um, if you were doing it before pregnancy, you can continue working um, at the high intensity, but you probably, you, like, you're going to know you can't continue in that way. You're not going to even want to. You're not going to be comfortable having enough energy to do so. Um, so as you like progress in your pregnancy, um, yeah, you probably can't do super high intense cardio, but you can still get your heart rate up and be safe. I wouldn't just you know check in with your body and yeah. You should be good. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. You know, someone asked how long into pregnancy can you do hit, you know, three months, six months. And I think really, like you said, it's really just being smart and checking in. You know, it's not so much like everything's not with fitness. It's not like black and white, you know, everything's like on a scale. Everything depends. And like, that's the thing. Like hit is, you know, you're going all out, pushing yourself. You always have to ask yourself why am why am i doing this you know if you're you're pregnant you know and you're you're carrying a baby and bringing that baby like you you want it to be healthy 
there's no need to do, to like kill yourself with hit you, you know like you're not trying to ER reach elite fitness levels while you're pregnant right. you know so i think it's really just using some common sense and knowing um you know to to listen to your body and just like you know when you start working out you're going to be way more sore than normal if you oh, haven't yeah. been working out at all so your body's not good at recovery so say you start working out when you're pregnant you, you just you just have to use more resources. Your body has to use more resources to recover from the workouts, and you're also pregnant. Whereas if you had been working out, you recover a lot faster already. It's less of a stress. Working out in itself is already less of a stress on your body, which means you know more resources go towards towards uh, the pregnancy. So it's it's that's really where the questions come with working out. You know, um, so I think people maybe overthink or freak out the details too much Mm -hmm. and yeah and it's hard because there's so much stuff out there and then it's always like and then your baby's gonna die and it's like or you're gonna die and it's it's too i mean they they, it's all scared tactics i feel like maybe not a scare tactic but it is i mean it's just like let's be cautious about this but it's scary because if you are like carrying a baby and you don't want anything to happen to it so it's natural to be like freaked out um it's easy for me to say now because My baby's fine, yeah. <laughs> and she's three. And yeah. but like I remember back then, being like, "Oh my gosh, I can't breathe." Am I is is she getting yeah. enough oxygen? Or yeah, yeah. No. I think it's remembering a like as a human species, like we've made it this far. Yeah, Where, you know, like do some extreme stuff. So and like at the end of the day, what it, you know, I think there was I think they're out of this phase, but there was a phase where it's like a pregnant woman isn't supposed to do anything like yeah. don't even like walk to the car yeah. you know and like or lift because they're delicate a blanket Not you know like, we're but obviously like you know walking around moving like your, your heart rate's gonna get up but it's good because you're carrying a baby like there's extra weight on you so it's not so much like oh if your heart rate gets to 160 something horrible is gonna happen now yeah if you're like doing some crazy workout where you're keeping your heart rate in the 160s and 170s for 45 minutes for the pursuit of of fitness levels, that's probably not a good idea. Right, right. So now I'm coming, if you say you go to the gym, you do a strength exercise, then you rest for two minutes, you do another one, you do, a, you know, you ride the bike at an intensity where you can have a conversation, all those things are probably going to help. They're going to help you maintain your fitness levels. They're going to, you know, have healthy effects and benefits for, you know, for your body, which is going to translate to the baby. So I think it's just being smart, understanding you're not training for max fitness at that point. And then, you know, just doing, and like we've always said, max fitness does not equal health. Nope. You know, like you look, you know, when you look at professional athletes in any sport, like they've crossed the line of, you know, doing what's healthy. Like any sport is going to be to extreme measures. So I think it's just literally understanding that you're working out for your health and that's going to mean, no extremes. Yeah, trade-offs. So, so now with that, did, I don't think you did, but for active labor, so a question we had was, what are the best exercises? So, you know, is that a thing now? We're maybe doing specific exercises to help well, prepare for that? Maybe people don't know what active labor is. I don't know what that is. It's um, so, been through and it. usually it goes hand in hand with having a natural birth. So, this person decided that. They probably want to labor at home as long as they can before going to the hospital. Um, or once they get to the hospital, if they don't feel safe laboring at home, they want to labor at the hospital. They want to be able to get up and move around as they please in different birthing positions or um, just not lying in the bed. Because once you 
are sitting still and lying down, it's going to be harder to get things moving. Um, and that's one thing that for me, I took an active labor childbirth class um, in Virginia Beach. It was really awesome. And um, they were supportive of natural births and births that were um, people that wanted to have, um, oh my gosh, that medicine, Pitocin, not Pitocin. 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 <laughs> Avoid Pitocin. <laughs> Don't go to Pitocin. No, you know, that, um, the things that doesn't make you hurt, that makes you numb. You know, they, these women, it, I shouldn't go into this. Things that don't you Maybe hurt, you want to cut this out because... <laughs> um, we can give an, ex an explicit rating. Yeah. Then Brain won't be able to listen to it. <laughs> Poor guy. He just uh, wants to listen to the podcast. So, the, so it was exercises for active, active labor, um, just moving and then being able to move throughout your pregnancy. And then while you're in pre-labor um, or maybe at the hospital in labor, just moving in different positions. So maybe a low squat, um, kneeling on the back of a bed, um, sitting on a toilet, anything um, to be moving around to keep things going. Um, or if I can remember correctly from that class, yeah, they said once you're kind of laying down, um, the pressure isn't on like the baby to come out anymore so because you, you're on your back. Um, so exercises, just kind of normal. General strengthening, yeah, general yeah like strengthening. that. that is yeah. why you want to exercise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, being able to move throughout your pregnancy so that when you're in labor, you can still move. Yeah. So now that we're on labor, so what? how long were you in labor for? And <sighs> what was that process? <laughs> Do you feel like a superstar? I, you know what? I This might sound, I'm really proud. I mean, who wouldn't be proud of it? But I mean, like I said, I like read a lot about labor and delivery and I decided what I wanted to do um, and how I wanted to do it. And I also was prepared for things not going my way. Um, but I was in labor from 1.50 a.m. until 10.54 when my daughter came out. So, I don't know, was that six hours? One, Seven, one to ten? One, like two to ten, yeah. Eight? Eight hours. There you go. Um, so at home, I labored from when I woke up. I was like, okay. And I remember this specifically. I trained on what I was going to eat the morning of my birth. And I asked Gary, I was like, what would be good to eat? I don't know if you remember this conversation. It was over Messenger, and I probably still have it. <laughs> um, and you said protein, like a protein shake, or like a with water and rice cereal, because they would digest easily. Because one, I feel like they tell you um, for safety reasons, don't eat before you are like going labor. You're not going to be able to eat because if they have to do a C-section, or like once you get to the hospital, you can't eat anymore because. If you have to do a C-section going to labor, then they don't want food and digestion there and all this stuff. Um, so, you know, he recommended stuff that's easy to digest. So I got up and I showered and I made my breakfast. I couldn't really eat it. Um, and then I distracted myself by sitting on my medicine or my Swiss ball and watched Real Housewives of Orange County. It was amazing. But it was also really awful at the same time, you know, working through it, just trying to breathe. Um and be present and then also being able to decide okay I'm ready to go to the hospital now I'm ready to have my baby um and then getting there can I talk about this the whole time because it's really do your thing. Let's, do it. let's do it and then getting there this is what makes me like the happiest I don't 
like I wasn't showing a lot of pain, I guess, or like I'm in labor, this is awful, like screaming. Um, and I get there and I'm wheeled up because I just, it just hurt to walk. And she's like, okay, fill this paperwork. And I couldn't. So I asked Dustin, can you like complete this paperwork for me? And the nurses, I was the first one being admitted. And they're kind of like, all right, first labor of the day. This is going to be a long one. Great. It's kind of their attitude. And the lady comes in and checks me and she comes back later. She goes, okay, well you are eight centimeters dilated. And she's like, I have to be honest. Um, we thought you were only like none or one because you weren't freaking out or you were kind of kind of like oh this this hurts this hurts and I was like that's right mm, tough. <laughs> um because I prepare I feel like I prepared the best that I could through like breathing and the exercises that I was given from my class and like what I've known so I can control my labor the best that I could I didn't want to have any interventions I didn't want the doctor to break my water for me because I wanted everything to happen naturally as it should because once you start having these interventions if they're not necessary sometimes they are um, but when they're not necessary it kind of pushes you into labor when your body's not ready and we forget that our body knows what it's supposed to do in probably most situations and we should just trust it to do what yeah. it's supposed to do and that's what I think is so amazing about like have like getting pregnant and like having a bait or you know going yeah. into labor is like it's doing what it's supposed to do yeah. and people are afraid um gosh why well, can't I think of the drug the painkiller mm -hmm. that you get um are so afraid of the pain but you know this can't hurt worse than breaking your bone because you're not supposed to break your bones yeah. yep. but you're supposed to push a baby out yeah. of your vagina it's it's the <laughs> the human experience yeah. like at the most real and, level like selfishly i half of me had a kid because i wanted to have this experience so i could share it with everybody and like maybe help them have it too i don't think i'll have another child because i don't need any more children yeah. <laughs> but i would love to be pregnant again and go to labor again but are you saying it was a like the sciencey side of your brain almost was, yeah. was part of the <laughs> entry interested in science yeah. or ever been like i want to like accomplish this so it's yeah i'm really proud of it did you I've always that, joked with Alexis. Was that your marathon? It was a marathon. Oh my gosh! Eight. I mean, I didn't. It didn't take me eight hours to run a marathon. It took me five hours to run a marathon. Yeah. So almost the same mm -hmm. amount of time. Um, but um, once I started pushing, it was so great. My my nurse in there was a doula before, and that was something that um, Justin and I talked about maybe getting. But then I thought, well, having a stranger in the room could affect Dustin being my partner during labor, and then me like like having to act because like they're, you're gonna act really animal, animalistic when you're in labor oh my gosh the sounds that i made <laughs> <laughs> was it did it sound like you're working out basically you sounded like what? a gym like in the class they were like just do deep moans and this lady had the best moan just mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> and i was sitting in my room watching orange <laughs> my poor dog was like like are you okay are you okay because i'm just like uh, but like just opening up and like relaxing like the pelvic floor helps things move along and I like I feel like I could have another baby or like have labor mm -hmm. again and just make it be better just because I know yeah. more information learn, yeah. now yeah um, so I it's, you know I think it's fine people have different ideas how they want to like being afraid of the pain is fine and I if you want to have the epidural I remember mm -hmm. it I, I literally <laughs> just found it <laughs> I was going to show um, it to you. I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, if you want to have a drill, that's totally fine. Because it, I remember lying on my side, like, uh, probably five minutes before I had to start pushing. I was like, if I do this again, I'm totally getting an epidural because this sucks. But I don't remember how bad it is now. I remember having those emotions, like, 
this is painful but I don't remember like it hurting that much anymore you forget because it's supposed to happen I bet if you break your ankle you remember how terrible it was forever yeah. because I can still feel it <laughs> so there you go <laughs> We'll have a baby now, and then you'll, you can compare the two. <laughs> yeah, see which one's better. <laughs> mm. So, there it is. And I think, I mean, as you kind of talk through it, my thing is, you know, just knowing you, like you you had been exercising for years, and like you were healthy. You know, yeah. like a lot of people just get caught up in like the minutiae and the details and the super specifics. But in the day, um, just like, you know, you're, training an athlete you're not really training them for their sport they play their sport you're training their body just to be stronger more resilient in a general sense and that's what you're doing you know as a woman you're just trying you just hey you want to be strong you want to be resilient you you're just training your body to support um giving you the best chance at, at a healthy pregnancy you know and worrying about like all the common sense stuff like yeah like don't do exercises that give you higher risk of falling. You know, don't do stuff where you know you're laying on your stomach. Like those are most of the things doctors will tell you not to do. And it's not because they're a magic thing that's all all of a sudden going to cause a problem. It's just that it's like, hey, like this makes sense not to do. Right. You know, yeah. just like hey, don't eat anything raw when you're pregnant. Hey, don't drink alcohol when you're pregnant. You know, don't smoke cigarettes. When, you should probably not do any of those things when you're not pregnant, but too. But even more so when you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like, the guidelines that we kind of tell our members, like, well, you really shouldn't eat yeah. or drink alcohol every night. Everything right. is in, like, moderation. The same thing goes for pregnancy and, like, nutrition and exercise. Yeah. So it's just actually doing the things that are intuitively right. Um, yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, there's always, you know, you know the the bad stuff that we never want to happen. You know when you, when you you know lose the baby at some point or you know early on or later on, like you know that that's happened for thousands of years too. You know at some time, like it's that's part of it. Like that's um, you know the way it goes. So it you know you want to do everything you can to prevent it, but ultimately you know exercising for health, being mindful listening to your body like those are the things that are going to make the biggest difference right. um and then you were mentioning your uh, protein and rice cereal nutrition so we'll kind of go into that a little too and i and people are going to get the same answer which i don't think they want to hear but uh um, we're not being very helpful yeah so a lot of <laughs> people you know are asking for specifics you know like what's the best way to balance nutrition while breastfeeding is there a magic number of calories or just certain foods um you know it, it really comes down to listening to your body, you know, like getting back to normal hunger cues. Um, and I know, f you know, for me, and this is what I'll coach people through, like this is where, you know, we all hate the scale and stuff, but the scale is data, right? And, and a lot of times we think, oh, well, we just ate more food and we feel guilty for it and you get like, oh, I feel bloated and fat. But that's emotional stuff, you know, like that's why it's important to weigh yourself. So you'll know like, okay, now if three or four weeks go by and you're gaining two, three, four pounds while you're trying to, um, you know, feed your, your baby, well, you're probably eating too much then, you know, because because you, <laughs> you're gaining weight, which means there's a surplus of calories somewhere. Yep. So you have to get over the little daily and interdaily emotional things. And just be a little, hey, like weigh yourself, track it, 
And that's how that's how you'll know if over two weeks, four weeks at a time, you see a trend of gaining weight. Then yeah, you're eating too much. If you're losing weight, then you're definitely probably like not eating enough. You know, so it should you know you should kind of be like maintaining for a little while while you're breastfeeding. You know, so you're getting the nutrition um, for yourself and your baby. So which I mean, I would you agree? Like, is is that kind of did you how you know how'd you handle it after? Um, Yeah, my second favorite topic is breastfeeding. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Three years and one day still at it. Um, Yeah, so they say um, after, if you're going to, if you decide to breastfeed an extra 500 calories a day, um, you'll probably need, um, and yeah, I I don't, I never, I've never tracked calories, I don't think, Um, at least not during pregnancy or after pregnancy. I kind of just kept eating what I was eating. Um, so yeah, I mean, I made sure that I was eating enough protein, enough carbohydrates, enough um, fruits and vegetables, and staying super hydrated in order to produce the milk that I needed to feed Eden. Yeah. And so, and kind of off of that, someone asked, you know, is it true that your body tends to hold on to more fat while breastfeeding? So the thing is, like, that's super relative, right? Like, there, like, our body needs cert- body fat for certain reasons. That's why if someone was zero percent body fat, they would be dead, right? So in women, there's you know, guys typically get leaner than women because women need more body fat for motherly things, you know. So we do need body fat for that. But the thing is, if you already have plenty of body fat. Um, you know, then then it's not like your body's holding has to hold on for a specific reason or anything. So, um, did did you notice kind of like a gain in body fat or like I mean? Well, so I know some people are like, I want to lose weight and I want to breastfeed, or like with that question was, is there a magic number? I think one was, can I lose weight like a healthy weight loss and still breastfeed? Um, and I think you have to pick one or the other. Because um, those goals don't go hand in hand. You're, if you decide you want to breastfeed your baby for a year or longer, that should be your main focus. I don't yeah. think that you shouldn't work out and that you should just eat whatever you want. I think you should do the same thing that you've been doing if you maintain yeah. your healthy lifestyle. Um, but um, not worrying about like gaining the weight or losing the weight necessarily. Because if you're just maintaining and eating the extra 500 calories, which is what? Like a chicken breast, right? Like a cup of rice yeah, and an apple? Like, yeah. it's not like... It's just one or two servings of food. You don't have to. Not it's a, not... Yeah, it's not like, oh, a Big Mac. Oh, my... Or, like, how... It would be probably, yeah, like three Big Macs, yeah. or you can eat and I think something that tastes good. where people get tripped up is you... Like, so, yeah, you do need this body fat, but, you know, holding on... Like, losing and gaining body fat, yeah, it does come down to calories in, calories out... And but ultimately, your body only needs so much, you know. And it's so just above your baseline, like five hundred, and it like above the baseline. So if you're yeah. eating a normal calorie intake for your baseline, yeah. then it's five hundred more yeah. calories. But if you're breastfeeding, that's tons of energy. Yeah. If you're working out, so you're probably so, eating even more than five hundred calories exactly. to maintain your yeah. sanity and to produce the milk and yeah. to be able to work out. Um, yeah. And it's just going to come off naturally if you're being, you know, if you're, you know, being healthy and yeah. trying to be. And if you're, you know, again, it comes back to if you're gaining a bunch of weight, then you're you're consuming, definitely consuming that extra 500 calories you need 
um, for your baby. You know, you're not gonna get fat if you eat good, healthful foods, right? You'll yeah, get fat yeah. You unless eat. you eat like you're like drinking olive oil or something, you know. But <laughs> oh shit, um, <laughs> so three pounds of chicken a day. Um, so I think the major thing is like, yeah, you want to eat enough, but you'll know by like you, you know. You don't want to. You're not trying to get unnaturally. You don't want to get super lean while while you're pregnant. No. It's basically yeah. a short answer. Like, and if you don't want to get super lean if you're trying to breastfeed too. And yeah. I don't think it's it's not a bad question to be like, I want to lose weight because yeah, yeah. you've yeah. your body. Has and if you have if you have more weight to lose, if you happen to be like obese or overweight, then you can lose weight and you know breastfeed. So I think it's understanding. Hey, hey where are you at? If you're already at a healthy body weight. You, yeah, like Kristen said, you f- pretty much focus on, like, yeah, being healthy and, like, providing for your baby. Like, that's not the best time to then try to, you know, get shredded. But if you're overweight, if you, you kind of maybe, which we'll talk to about here in a second, like, if you gained way more weight than you needed to during your pregnancy, then, then yeah, you can actually provide enough calories and lose some weight. Um, so, yeah, so, so on that is the old, the old adage my favorite the old you want to go ahead and say it what is it that everyone says eating for two. the old eating for two so and if you have twins yeah eat, and my i was a oh twin yeah eating for three I, I think people get caught up in the, the eating for two like it's two adults yeah <laughs> but it's it's you and what did you say a tangerine yeah yeah like it's you and uh, a three pound eventually maybe eight pound person right so people you know oh they're getting a Big Mac and fries, and they'll say, "Oh, I'm eating for two. Let me go ahead and snag that extra Big Mac." Just to yeah, make you feel better. Right, and then yeah. and then you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm eating for two. But the only remember, time that eating for two works is if you're eating Ben and Jerry s'mores ice cream. Yeah, then you can eat the whole pint two pints. Oh well, I've been eating for two for a while. Then. <laughs> I think Diego just said two for a half. I eat for two all the time. Um, so let's go back to the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. for like, if, so if we're talking about nutrition for pregnancy before yes. you even get pregnant. Um, I think it's important to make a healthy habitat for your baby if you're deciding to get pregnant. So um, not a time to stress your body out by doing carb cycling or like removing things from your diet, just eating mindfully. Like what we, you know, tell our members every day here in our nutrition training, just healthy habits, eating when you're full, eating when you're hungry, not because it's noon and it's time to eat, but I'm not hungry yet. Um, just the normal habits we tell people, um, and that will help your body prepare to get pregnant and not making it stressful because trying to have a baby could be stressful enough for some people. So just trying to be relaxed about it as possible. Um, first trimester, you shouldn't have to change calories too much, um, just being the same. And second and third, your calorie intake will go up um, maybe to three hundred and then maybe up to four hundred and the third and then if you decide to breastfeed that's where the five hundred comes so, in. Yeah. And so three hundred it put that above the baseline. Well, above so that's the food. important thing is above a what a baseline, you know, so that's so baseline meaning baseline? maintenance of what you should be yeah. eating for your weight. So for say an average um height, you know Lady, say say their baseline's about eighteen hundred calories to maintain weight, right? So then from there, but if you've you know been eating way more than that, you're you know you don't necessarily need to add yeah, like add already, to it. Yeah, you're at the point you need to be at to support. Yeah, because remember, extra calories and extra body fat and weight is a surplus of calories. And when you have a baby, like you're like Kristen said, you're adding these calories as the baby grows. 
uh, so that you're getting enough. But if you already are getting enough and having a surplus, you don't need to add anything. You don't need to add anything. Yep. So, you know, that's where it happens, you know, and the general recommendations and numbers are, you know, depending on if you're at, if you're like thinner or average weight, is anywhere between like 15 and 35 pounds is how much extra weight you should gain from a pregnancy, right? So if you end up gaining 70, 80 pounds during your pregnancy. And you know what that is? It's not the food you're eating. It's like all the stuff that's happening, the baby getting bigger, and then the fluid and like the placenta. That's the weight. It's not. Yeah. Like you, yeah, it's not like. It's supposed to happen. Yeah. Like I think that's what happens is what you're talking about some a lot of that weight like gain that. is like pregnancy stuff going on mm-hmm. it's not that we're like bears and you have to like cushion yourself <laughs> so that you have like some layer to protect the baby from the rest of the world or something so um you know that's where it's just like hey like again it comes back to with the exercise stuff like be health like do the healthy things for yourself individually so like yeah like learn to eat at maintenance at, a, at, a, at an amount of food that puts you at a healthy weight then when you get pregnant you can then slowly add the calories based on you know being at a healthy weight and, and a good food intake you know and and then you have a better grasp and handle on things so and just to also be clear and like nutrition or exercise if you're already stressed out enough because you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant it's not also the time to like start stressing out about nutrition and exercise. So, you know, maybe asking somebody that is experienced in it or a trainer that knows. And if you want to eat Snickers every day, then eat the freaking Snickers every day because it's not going to kill you. And try to be relaxed throughout it too because there's already enough going on with mm-hmm. worrying about killing your baby because you're doing <laughs> too many burpees. Yep. Yeah, you know, just eat, like eat healthy, you know, like you want to have protein and certain vitamins and minerals that come from eating food, you know, healthy foods, which you should, again, you should be doing that when you're not pregnant. So I think the, the biggest takeaway is be as healthy as possible before you get pregnant. And like, just to be a healthy person to then be, you're going to be a healthier, for lack of better words, vessel to then carry the baby. Um, So I think when you try to Oh, I'm one to get pregnant. Uh, I'm, I am pregnant, and then you're like, "Oh, I need to like change my entire lifestyle." You, that's just not ideal in itself. Like, we can tell you all these things to do, but that's a big stress on your body. At right. that point, it might be better not to change much, to not stress out. Again, you know, stress is like a variable that we can't control or put like a number on, so it's hard for people to understand. But it's real. So, I mean, walking is still exercise. It's still mm-hmm. moving. It's going to yep. help anything yeah. i read a neat little thing in a blog one time about um exercising while you're pregnant leads to um your baby's development in the brain and how they could be like a little bit smarter maybe yeah. more active and it was really interesting how um you do play a big role not to stress anybody out and be like oh i do have to do all this stuff but it's maybe something to think about if you think that you have to join a gym because you're pregnant now you don't have to you can do exercise at home, body weight, or walk the Nolan Trail, and you'll be just fine doing that. And then you'll probably feel better, too, because exercise, yeah, it makes you look better and feel better um, physically, but mentally, too. I mean, just in all the trimesters, you're going through different things. So if you're able to 
work out, maybe that can also reduce the stress level. Yep. So I guess to kind of like wrap it up nice and cleanly, I would say, and then we'll see this kind of what I took from it with Kristen and then we'll let her confirm is that ultimately, you know, it comes down to not stressing the details so much, you know, and starting where you are. So if you've been exercising and do like everyone knows doing some strength training and walking is good for you, like keep doing it. You know, if you've been doing nothing and you want to add something, yeah, like simply walking is going to be helpful. Like no one's, you know, it's a safe exercise. No one's, you know, arguing that you can get hurt doing it. Um, then from there with your nutrition, you know, if you've been eating healthy, you probably need to eat a little more. If you haven't, you know, and you eat a lot of food or don't have a good grasp on your nutrition, maybe just worry about eating a bit healthier food. So if you eat no fruit apples, like start eating an apple. Or if you have no protein intake, start increasing your protein intake. Don't worry so much about exact numbers and like, oh, I need to take out this food and add this much food because um, that's a lot of that's going to add stress too. So then from there, you know, I, this would probably be a whole nother episode, but you mentioned like the breathing techniques and all that. I think that's a big part of the delivery and pregnancy and relieving stress is breathing. So, um, you know, that could be a daily thing too. If you want to, you know, I'm sure maybe if you did it again, you know, I'm sure that would be something that you would think about. Like, um, but yeah, well, how's this one go with my, my with my breathing? <laughs> <laughs> I have my breathing strategy down, and now my time. Uh, yeah, my time. I improved my time by three yeah. hours. <laughs> There's no trial runs. Well, I guess you could. You could be like a surrogate, right? I, yeah, I guess. Just to like, would you, no, ever, would you ever do that? Get really I, efficient. I've thought about it. I thought about me even before I had a baby because my friend moved to Hawaii, and she's like, "Hey, I found a job. You can be a surrogate for like ninety thousand dollars." I was like, "That's tempting." Um, I, you That's know good. what? I, might be a surrogate. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to be a surrogate. Yeah. But I think it'd be hard too because you're carrying the. I mean, I think it'd be hard to separate. I know. So we had yeah. a member that was a surrogate twice. I don't want to call her out, but um, I, I, I had a lot of respect for her for doing it. Twice. And twice. I mm. know. How amazing. Yeah. And it's really she inspiring. She probably got a lot of good data. I know we should have had her come on. <laughs> and she has two children. Uh-huh. Jeez. Why, why do you want to do this? Um, I'm just trying to collect some data for my, <laughs> for my next run. I need to get a little practice in. <laughs> I got to answer some podcast <laughs> questions. Who knows if I'll have another one? But oh man. So what's your recap then? You know, um, someone comes in the gym, sits down, and is like, you know, and you you got two minutes to to give them a run through. You know, what's your kind of? You have thirty seconds. Go. <laughs> um yeah nutrition keep it easy be mindful don't do a lot of changing um if if you're totally i mean there's been tons of pregnancies people have eaten big macs the whole time and their babies are fine um, big macs actually have a lot of nutrition they do it's two patties yeah it's, it's, it's i mean it's a lot of protein and fries in the drink with it they get you yeah Just beef diet soda and then you're good yeah large fried diet soda yeah i'm so, on a diet <laughs> um and then exercise i mean even the minimum of, like, I don't want to say minimum, but just walking is fine. Or coming in and doing one of our strength classes, any coach can modify for you. You don't have to do what's on the board. You can do less reps, less sets. Yeah. And the way we've, we've done it, so with clients, you know, when Kristen was a client is we tell them in the beginning they don't need to change much, you know, if they've been coming. And then as they get further along, we'll eventually 
you know, eliminate the jumping. You know, when we do step ups on high boxes, we, you know, have them stop doing that. When we have hit circuits, we have them stop doing that and just do stay aerobic, you know, so where they can breathe through their nose and have a conversation on cardio days. So it literally, on a general sense, it's just cutting out the extreme stuff, yeah. you know, and it becomes just, hey, do some sets of strength training, rest for a couple minutes in between, do some low intensity cardio. So that's in a general sense, yeah, where you where you go with the training, like basic strength stuff, low intensity cardio, you know, two to four times a week. And, and then walking and then and then listen yeah if you wake up and you have no energy and you just feel crappy like don't work out that day or the next day you'll need more recovery yeah um especially that first time so you're tired all the time so just taking more time to recover or sleep is best yeah. if you're new to working out and even if you've been working out yeah and with nutrition it's like i prefer you to focus more on getting high quality nutrition, like nutrients, versus, oh, I'm trying to eat the perfect amount of food, more or less, you know, like, because here's the thing, listen, to, like, if you just get nutrients, because that's going to be important for your baby, then, hey, if you're starving, you know, like, you wake up hungry, like, eat a little food. more that day, you know, if you're never hungry, and you're just full all the time, then you could probably eat a little less, you know, and, and watch the scale, you know, so if, um, you know, generally, you know, you're going to gain 20 to 30 pounds, you know, over nine months, it shouldn't be 30 whip out the calculator and do the math, but <laughs> you know, like you're not gaining 15 pounds a month. So if you do that, you can probably cut back on the food a little. So, and like we mentioned the Big Mac, you know, fast food gets a bad rap, but the reason, uh, you know, a lot of people crave it is because it, it, it is like nutrient dense and, and calorie dense. So like Will mentioned, when you throw in fries and soda, you're just tripling the calories, right? But a, a burger like beef has a lot of micronutrients and, you know, it's protein. Uh, same thing with dairy. You know, dairy is full of a lot of vitamins and stuff. Obviously, some people might be lactose intolerant. That's separate. But again, like protein foods, Dairy foods are going to be super nutrient dense and good for pregnant ladies. That's why they crave burgers and milkshakes. So, you, if you're not pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and when you're not pregnant, right? So, we crave. We don't crave foods actually. And I'm, now, you know, I'm getting all excited and getting off. Yeah, you you crave nutrients, right? So that again, like no one craves, you know, Pizza. celery when they're pregnant because it's mostly water, you know. So. Um, now, yeah, when you're dieting, it's good because it's just like this empty food that will help you feel full. But when you actually need nutrients, you know, you're going to crave, you know, things like yes, yeah, salty foods, which don't forget, salt is like 60% sodium. Sodium is a mineral that your body has to have to live, to thrive. So that's why you crave those salty foods. So, yeah, don't feel like a bad person for, for eating a burger and a milkshake. You know, I would rather... A nursing mom eat a burger and a milkshake than a salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eight calorie salad. Uh, yeah, you know. So I think a lot of people fall. Oh, I got to eat healthy, and to them, healthy means yeah, eight calorie bowl of lettuce. But it's actually not like yeah, you're going to be craving a burger because you you want protein, you, you want nothing, you want zinc, you want you know you want these minerals and vitamins. So again, but remember, like you don't need four burgers in one sitting. You know. Yeah, let's let's um, let's talk about boobies. About, is there like a magic food, or I think also about just yeah, working some... out, like 
like affect your milk supply or your lactation. Um, and yeah, like if you're working out and not staying hydrated and not eating enough food, it will affect your supply. Um, and like types of food, um, it just depends. Like I think um, to produce more milk, you can just have like oatmeal. That's one thing. Brewer's yeast is something that'll help produce more milk. Um, but as long as you're, if, if breastfeeding is something that you really want to do throughout like the first year of the baby's life or longer, you just have to take your baby to breast every time it cries. Because this is interesting. We talked about it the other day about, you know, babies are so natural and they only go off of instinct and survival. So every time they cry, they only need three things, fed, they're uncomfortable, or I don't know. They're they tired. go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're okay. Eden's crying. Okay. okay I'll put you on my boob. Well, I, like nine times out of ten, yeah. that's what she wanted. Like they're not missing their PlayStation, right? Yeah, you know they. This is like they came from a place they got fed all the time, and it was like white noise and warm and cozy and dark. And then they come into this world where it's loud, and they don't get fed whenever they want, or like as much as they were before. And mm-hmm. um, so, if you're worried about milk supply and you think it's because you're working out or not working out or not eating the right foods, um, maybe you just need to breastfeed a little bit more and. Um, I wouldn't recommend putting a baby on a uh, like a structure when you're trying to breastfeed. Always take it to breast. That's how your body's going to know how much milk it needs. I mean, isn't that like with other things? As long as you're doing the thing your body needs, it'll mm-hmm. know to produce it. Yeah. Yep. So. I mean, it's really like a beautiful thing when you boil it down because there's so – you know how like everyone knows like – Every animal's like natural diet, right? Mm-hmm. But but humans like aren't really sure. But one thing we are sure of is when you're a baby and just born, like milk, breast milk is the that's one thing. Like that's the perfect food. Mm-hmm. And they're finding, and you know, now like babies that are breastfed, there's lots of benefits to it. So and again, it's like anything else. Like you you have to practice it. You know, you, you're not going to be great at it right away. Right. So, like Kristen was saying, um, you know, don't be hard on yourself or, like, maybe try to be super rigid. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, <laughs> I don't remember, but I, I, <laughs> I can't give you any tips. I was on the other end of it. So, um, but, yeah, I, I think, like, in its essence, like, almost, like, step back from it. Don't let it stretch you out. And just, like, yeah, almost be like, hey, this is, like, I mean, this is as simple and natural as it gets. And we... Like, if you're ever confused about anything, like, it's not supposed to be confusing. You know? Like, it's really... That was really confusing. I don't understand <laughs> what you just said. Oh, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, to breastfeed is like, I mean, that was... It's the, like the simple, most straightforward, yeah. like, basic... That yeah. was the answer. Thing yeah. That right. we, that yeah. We yeah. Even yeah. only, you know, 150 years ago, like, that was how it worked. So, it does work. It's just, like, it might not be... Um, as easy as you want it to be. Right. And so. there could be other things that make the supply not as great. And I don't know all of those. I just know how it worked for me and what I learned from the class I took and the lactation specialists that I worked with. Yeah. So, and they, you know, you were mentioning like the foods that help. They were all, and I think there's some, like they were all carby foods and carbs break down to glucose. Glucose in your body. So glucose is a part of breast milk. So breast milk is mostly, well, like any food, it's protein, fats, and carbs. So in general, you want to make sure you're not 
eating some kind of diet where you're eliminating any of those things, you know? So because to be able to make a liquid that's protein, fats, and carbs, you need to be eating protein, fats, and carbs. So again, that's why like, yeah, if someone's eating a salad, like they're not getting any fat, they're not getting any carbs uh, or any no pro- protein. or protein, right? So fiber in the that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a problem, you know? So make sure you're eating a well-rounded diet. You're not trying to eliminate, eliminate anything. And that's only going to help. So, boom. All right. Is that? I, I know you want to talk more about. Oh my gosh. About the actual. <laughs> how, many, how many more hours? Birthing and then and then breastfeeding, but. Um, I think I think we'll wrap it up with that. So, and again, like we like we this was fun because we had so many specific questions, and we love it. But I think the cool thing is understanding like a lot of the specific questions the answers are really more in like just like listen to your body don't worry about the extremes don't almost be fear like mongered into certain stuff and just like do what makes sense you know on, on just a general level a lot of times is the correct answer so yeah and don't overstress yourself yeah that's a big one Wusa. Wusa. rub your earlobes or do whatever you have to do nope whatever, you don't what, what movie was that Mm. Bad Boys 2. Martin Lawrence. With Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Mm, Woosa. Woosa. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you enjoyed it. Let us know. We can have Kristen on I more. I think we're going to have to do a part two. Yep, part two. We didn't even get into the pelvic floor. We'll have Kristen be a surrogate and then just <laughs> document the, document the entire process. <laughs> if you want the best baby, let me have it for you. There we go. All right, guys. Hit us up on social. So if you're in... Newport News, Virginia, you can go to CoastalFitnessVA.com. That's the gym. Or, yeah, just holler at us on our, on our Instagrams. We'll post them up in the post. All, All right. right. Later. Bye. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.